One of the things that I love most about not just my followers on Instagram and Facebook and other places, but really about my life is that I have an incredibly eclectic group of people from all over the world, from every religion, every race, every background, every economic status, like just a really like truly deeply diverse group of people that follow me and rock with me every day. But what I see in part as a result of that diversity, um, this past week on many of my posts about Kanye West, some of them have 10, 15,000 comments, often with people that are incredibly offended at one another. Not just offended at Kanye, but people are offending one another with their own views. And it's very much like a Rorschach test, the ink blot test that you can show people and you show them the ink blots and you say, what do you see? And if you show people this entire scenario around Kanye West, they see it in a hundred different ways. And everybody that sees it each way is completely convinced they're right. I want to talk today about two of the ways that I see people seeing everything and why in many ways both camps are right and will probably never accept it. Let me unpack and explain it. Glad you're here. This is Sean King and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The fallout around Kanye West has so many layers, like there's so much to it. Uh, I mean, we're talking about what is anti-Semitism? Who are Semites? People are bringing that question up. Um, Why are people responding one way to anti-Semitism and another way to his anti-blackness? Um... Like there's just a lot of a lot of observations being made, a lot of conclusions being drawn. Uh, What is ownership? What does it mean to own your own brand? What does it mean to partner with major corporations like um, why are certain people held responsible for the things they say and other people seemingly not held responsible for the things they say? And and I see a lot of people, even just on my own pages and my own online communities, drawing wildly different conclusions. And I want to talk about at least two of those main ideas. And one, let, let me let me start with Kanye's anti-Semitism. And it took me, I think I've said this publicly before, I grew up in a small town, a a small rural town in Kentucky, Versailles, Kentucky. And I don't know that I met anyone Jewish for my entire childhood, kindergarten through 12th grade. And if I did meet anyone Jewish, I didn't know it. 
And I went from my small rural town in the 70s, 80s, and 90s to Atlanta, Georgia, where I attended Morehouse College. And, you know, obviously there were no Jewish students. If I had Jewish professors, again, I, I didn't know it. They didn't talk about it. I wasn't aware of it. And so by the time I graduated college, I'm living in the deep south in Atlanta, and I, I have virtually no experience or education around what it means to be Jewish in the modern world. I, I had studied the Holocaust and, and had read books and studied uh, you know, documentaries and the history of the Holocaust, but that was really, until my early 20s, that was really the beginning, middle, and end of what I knew about Jewish people. And thankfully, that was the first half of my life. The second half of my life was very different. Where the second half of my life, I was exposed to all types of people. And I'm thankful, I'm grateful for that because uh, the world is an incredibly diverse, eclectic place. And now I have deep, lasting friendships with people that are Jewish. I have deep, lasting friendships with people who are Muslims. I have deep, lasting friendships with people who are from all over the world, who have all types of backgrounds. And what I see is also really, really familiar to me. And I just have to put this out here as a confession. I truly did not understand what and what the thing that we call anti-Semitism, I didn't really know what that is, in part because it, it wasn't being talked about in rural Kentucky. It wasn't being talked about on the campus of Morehouse College, at least not in any community I was a part of. And so by the time I'm a fully formed adult, a husband, a father, a college graduate, I, I know some things about the Holocaust. I know that some people discriminate against Jewish people. But there were a lot of things about what anti-Semitism is that I just didn't understand. And I'm grateful for Jewish people, Jewish men and women who were patient with me and who pulled me to the side and said, listen, um, I don't think you understand what it means for people to discriminate against Jews. I don't think you know Jewish stereotypes. Um, And I'm grateful that people educated me on what it is. And and I see a lot of that ignorance. And I just just have to call it as I see it. I see a lot of people that I don't think understand the history of Jewish stereotypes in America, don't understand the history of, of discrimination against Jewish people in America and around the world. And for whatever reason, because they don't understand it, they are often speaking out of their lack of understanding. Kanye, and and let me say, nobody Jewish is paying me. uh, And and it is anti-Semitic for you to think that. Just as as Kanye West said to Diddy, uh, Jewish people are making you reach out to me. And Diddy's like, what? Like, what are you even saying? Because, and Diddy replied to him like, 
No, I'm a black man that actually knows you. Like we're, we know each other and I'm reaching out to you because I'm not even hundred percent sure you're well. And I'm reaching out to you, black man to black man. This notion that Jewish people, and I, I just watched another interview. I've watched every interview Kanye has done over the past few weeks from start to finish. He continues to talk about Jewish people controlling everyone. And it's just not true. That is, I have to say this, that is one of the stereotypes, one of the lies that led to the Holocaust. That Jewish people are these all-powerful puppet masters that control every person everywhere. It's just not true. Jewish people don't control me. They don't control Diddy. And they don't really control, like, I don't even have any friends. I have, most of my friends don't have Jewish bosses, Jewish supervisors, Jewish CEOs. It's just not true. Now, when, when Diddy is talking about the entertainment industry, there is, and you know, I heard my friend and brother Rosenberg from from Hot 97 talk about, hey, if we want to talk about Jewish ownership and Jewish management in the entertainment industry, let's have an intelligent conversation about that. But making it as if Jews control the world, it's a lie. It's not true. They've never Jewish people have never controlled my work, my civil rights work, any of that. It's foolish. It's wrong. It's, it is a trope. It is a form of anti-Semitism. And there are people objecting to the phrase anti-Semitism and saying like, no, 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 black people are the original Semites. Well, listen, if you don't want to call it anti-Semitism, call it hate against Jewish people, bigotry against Jewish people, whatever you want to call it, okay? It is widely recognized as anti-Semitism. But when Kanye West then said, I'm going death con three on the Jews. That is anti-Semitic. That is dangerous. That caused Jewish people to say, oh no, what is he doing here? What is he saying here? Why is, why is he going this route? It's what caused him to get banned from Twitter. Like you, I've never seen a, and here's the thing. If anybody if any white man said, I am going DEFCON 3 on the Jews, that white man is going to lose his contract. And that if, if that white man had a contract with Adidas, that white man would be booted from Adidas. If, if a white man said Jews are controlling everybody, that white man is very likely going to get booted from Adidas, booted from this, that, or the other. But when Kanye West said, I, when he said in his own words, quote, I can say anti-Semitic shit and Adidas still won't get rid of me. At that point, he backed them into a corner. Like that's a quote. He is saying, I can say that and Adidas still won't get rid of me. And, and so like, are you are you arguing that 
Adidas was wrong to get rid of Kanye for saying I can say anti-Semitic shit and they still can't get rid of me? I'm going DEFCON 3 on the Jews? Like, are you saying it's wrong? If so, that has to be where we part ways. And I have a test. Like, you know, if I substitute the words, if a white man said, I'm going DEFCON 3 on black people, I'm like, oh, oh, really? Uh, If a white man said, I can say racist, anti-black shit, and Adidas can't get rid of me. I'm like, oh, oh, really? Okay, we have a problem. And so maybe you don't relate to the discrimination and hatred and bigotry that Jewish people literally do experience because you don't experience the thing that they experience. Your life is different. Your worldview is different. But sometimes you have to like substitute the word and see how that makes you feel. Of course, these brands and companies did the right thing. Of course they did. You can't say or do anti-Semitic things and expect to keep your position. So that's that. That's one take. And I, and I just believe it. I accept it. You can be like, maybe we have to start here. Do you accept that people can be hateful and ugly to Jewish people? Do you accept that? Like, because maybe your problem is that you don't even accept that that's a possibility. Do we have to part ways? Every people group, including women, people of color, Latinos, African-Americans, people from all over the world, everybody can be hated or discriminated against. And that's what was happening here. He was putting forth very dangerous words that caused literal neo-Nazis to say, while they were doing a Heil Hitler salute, we agree with Kanye. Like, that's when you know you're wrong. Like, it's a problem. But there is a completely different viewpoint that I see on my timeline with a lot of my friends who are saying that they are frustrated and irritated that Kanye could say anti-black statements, could denigrate the life and memory of George Floyd and wear White Lives Matter shirts, and still keep his contracts. And that's, that's true. And it's a problem. And we have to ask ourselves, why, why has it been that Kanye could say and do things that were expressly offensive to black people and keep most of his contracts? Most of his deals, if not all. But when he crossed over to offending Jewish people, that was a bridge too far. And that has caused, I see, a lot of frustration among people to say, huh, it is clear that one group of people appears to be 
more protected than another group of people. And I understand that conclusion. I saw somebody say why they thought that was. And I'm still wrestling with whether or not this is true, but it's a provocative idea. Just think about it, and I'm still chewing on it and turning it over myself. When Kanye West is black, and when a black man says offensive things about black people, be it George Floyd or black people in general, when Kanye West said slavery was a choice, the person that I saw who was trying to unpack, like, why wasn't Kanye West held responsible for saying A, B, and C that was offensive against black people? I'm not sure that black people are ever held to account for things that we say about ourselves. So when black people say offensive things about black people or when Jewish people say wild things about Jews, I I, I follow multiple Jewish comedians who get away with saying crazy things about Jews because they're Jewish. That it is, I could accept that it is true that when black people say a whole host of things about black people. People in power are reluctant to hold black people accountable to what black people, for what black people say about black people. To, to dumb it down just a little bit more, it seems to be that every racial group, every ethnic group, every gender type, can get away with saying things about people in their own group, but rarely get away with saying things about groups they're not a part of. And I'd I'd love to think that through some more. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'm going to post this in the show notes. If you go to the Northstar.com, you'll be able to see that. And, um, You know, I just want us to be able to think through why is it like, here's my question. Are you wanting companies and corporations to be letting black folk go when they say X, Y, or Z about black folk? Is that, is that your preference? But I think there is some truth to this idea that when you say something offensive about the group you're a part of, Corporations don't really know how to handle that. But when you say things offensive about groups you're not a part of, they know how to handle that. Could it also be? And I, I, am, I think this is a real possibility that there often does seem to be a, a greater willingness to accept offensive things said about African-Americans that we don't quite see elsewhere. We need to talk about it. We need to unpack it. Here's my thing. Kanye West has been horribly offensive to black folk, 
Um, of course, from slavery was a choice. Uh, my friend and brother Van Lathan, who was at TMZ at the time, said in that interview where Kanye West says slavery was a choice, Van said that TMZ edited out where Kanye said he was a huge fan of Hitler and Nazis. He said that in the interview. That's a problem. If that tape exists, that needs to be released. Like, here's the thing. We're just now learning that Kanye has really strong thoughts that veer into anti-Semitism. And I really want to implore more of you to educate yourself on what anti-Semitism is, what hate and discrimination and stereotypes against Jewish people mean, what they are, because he's definitely ventured off into that. And, and, and again, I still see people making major excuses for him. The man literally said, I can say, quote, anti-Semitic shit and Adidas still won't get rid of me. How could you hear that and still believe Adidas should have kept him? It's foolish. Listen, I, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're talking about it. And, and listen, please feel free to disagree with me, to push back. I am not the be all to end all. I am wrestling and struggling and pushing my way forward through all of this just like you. I hope you're well. Glad that we're here. Please, please, please. If you're not already subscribed at the Northstar.com, do that today. And if you're not subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, just search The Breakdown with Sean King, mash, press that subscribe button. It's completely free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them. We need, need, need your support. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. The break, the break, the break, the break. The break. 